I don't think this episode is going to have an intro. I don't know how to introduce everything that I'm about to say and talk about. But what I do know is I need to talk about it. start at the beginning on top of all the various things that I do I also teach cooking classes right and uh, the last couple of classes that I have taught have not um, been the most exciting for me um I've had one where there was a particular lady in the class that um, just uh, was very adamant about um, discrediting everything that I was saying, like everything. Uh, Nothing was good enough that class. And then I had another incident where a class turned into a massive person dinner party um, as opposed to a teaching experience. And I am getting paid to teach and not that much, mind you. And then it turns into something that I know I would be getting paid like at least (laughs) seven to eight times more for if this were something that I were doing through me and my company and uh, that like settled in to my skin and then I had a weekend of a whole bunch of events back to back to back to back and um, one of them interspersed into there uh, had people attending who I felt like um, just <laughs> they, they couldn't be bothered to leave the my work area that I needed to access early in the morning accessible um and yet and still with all the challenges that I had to work through to make sure that I could still provide the service that I was supposed to provide it still wasn't enough there was still more that I needed to do and then Wednesday I had another class and uh, a couple of things happened in reference to this class because I was super excited about it. I dressed up because it was like a themed out kind of class and I wanted it to be a little bit better than what it was experience wise. But 
my goal was to just go in and have a good time because the last couple of classes, like I said, have been more draining for me than anything else. And so, um, before the class starts, uh, I tried to have a conversation with someone about some of my experiences that I've had as of late with teaching these classes and really how these people have been. And in a roundabout kind I apologize for some reason this thing decided to click me off because I wanted to record this streamlessly altogether, but I'm going to keep going. So, um, in a roundabout sort of kind of way, uh, it is placed into my lap that, um, like, no, 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 you don't have to worry. We found somebody whose personality can fit, uh, like these classes and uh like um and they won't get ran over and they they won't have an issue with uh commanding their class and i took offense to that and there's a couple of reasons as to why and uh we'll get there i'll come back to it or whatever but put a pin there right now okay i decided to move forward and teach my class and in the class that night, I had uh, some gifts that I was giving away. One of them being my cookbook. And you know, I'm really proud of the cookbook that I wrote. It took a lot for me to write it because I don't um, write recipes. And I had to take the time, or at least I didn't used to. Now I have to write recipes all the time for class. but. At that time, I didn't write recipes, and so I had to sit myself down and uh, be open to doing that. And uh, it was quite the process. And especially seeing how it was have recipes, have memoirs, and I wanted to like really hone in on my why for everything when I was putting the book together because at that point I was working at a place where once again I was being made to feel not good enough and uh, so I was really proud when I finished that project and to see this woman who won the book like it was almost like it didn't matter like she just didn't care it wasn't important and I was just I was a little devastated by that but everything didn't settle in until overnight so I got up the next morning and uh, I felt I felt like immobilized. Like I couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't have 
I wasn't in the mood to go anywhere and I knew I needed to leave my house but I was just really tired and I just didn't want to do anything anything like at all I didn't want to do nothing and then it all settled in and I realized why I was so bothered by what had happened previously the night before Having someone tell me, or the more severe incidents that I have had as I've been attached to this industry have been labeled as me being the problem child and it always being my fault. And like as if there's something wrong with me and in conjunction, I'm not good enough the stuff that happened in the one place that ended in the assault it was placed into my lap that it was my fault because it was someone that I had recommended to come to the place when the only reason why I recommended something someone <coughs> that I didn't know wasn't mentally well was because I was trying to find someone that could come that I at least knew of for safety purposes look how that turned out and these last couple of incidents with these classes it still comes back around that it's like my fault oh my personality doesn't fit these people oh like I don't know how to stand up and be assertive and control my class and it's like if I say anything if I raise my voice, if I change my tone, if my facial expressions are different, it becomes a firestorm because I'm a black woman. And I don't try to lead with that. This is literally what I've been through my entire life. Like you have to be prim and proper and precise and pulled together and never faced by the egregious amount of disrespect that you get and I can read people pretty well um one of the incidents uh, that I'm speaking of where the blame was then placed on me is one where when the lady who booked the class it was a private one came to the back and uh, I was coming around the same time to start getting stuff set up. She looked at me with disgust as I was moving around in the back kitchen area. And then as soon as the owner of the store came back there and was saying how like, yeah, you're going to be in great hands. You got Chef Dimitri, blah, 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 blah. As soon as that happened, then her tone changed. And for me, my tone hadn't changed. The first 30 seconds of meeting you had already told me who you were. I didn't need a second sighting. You had already demonstrated to me who you were. Yet, um, as this particular class spiraled out of control because 
these people came to get down. They brought more bottles of alcohol than the amount of people in the class. Y'all came to get down, but it's my fault when I say that I refuse to teach them their second class. I refuse to teach them. That's... I've never refused, just flat-out refusal to teach a class. But then that that that, that one became that was, that was that's me. It's my fault. How can you explain to people who don't look like you what your experience is like when they don't look like you, so they don't feel it and it doesn't exist because they don't go through it. You just don't. You don't even waste your time anymore attempting to explain those things <coughs> and then for me to try to bring light to some stuff and then to be told oh we found somebody we got somebody that's going to be good for this da, 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 da. y'all have that person because I recommended that person because I hung out with that person and he wasn't getting any bookings for classes and he was damn near in tears talking to me about it and so I went out of my way to try to be a good Samaritan and recommend that someone reach out to him and like try to put him on for some classes because I know that y'all always that they need people need, need more people to do classes and so it's like hey here Here's somebody who really, really wants to do things. Like, bring him in to do things. And for you to say, oh yeah, we got somebody that's that's good for that, da 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 da. You would have never even, he would have never been on the radar if it wasn't for me. And these, these wouldn't have even been an offer to him if I hadn't have got to the point where I said, I'm tired of feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. These are the exact words that I told to one person who didn't pass it to somebody else. And I realized that in that moment, <coughs> I apologize. What bothers me is that I am now triggered by this. Because it's another thing of where I feel overlooked and unheard and disrespected and depleted and demoralized. And I'm telling this to someone and they're not hearing me. And not only are they not hearing me, they're blaming me. And that mix of events together tags on to childhood. When I was 11, I came back to the U.S. for the first time to live in a very long time, like by myself and I moved in with my grandmother and (laughs) while I was there 
uh, I used to catch the bus every morning to go to to go to to go to school, and <laughs> I used to um, my grandmother's house at that time was in the further backyard of. <clears throat> The further backyard of her sister's uh, property, like her sister's house was in front, and you drive further back, and my grandmother lived back there. Uh, th- this was after my grandmother's original house had burned to the ground, so we lived over there. This is where we lived, and. I used to catch the bus every morning because one of the members of the family drove a bus and I would put on my backpack, get my things, walk over to this uh, shack that was right there uh, in between the houses in the yard to catch the bus. And uh, well, yeah, it started with me walking over to the shack and I would stand out there for a while and, and the guy who drove the bus would never he would take his slow everlasting time to come out to where the shack was in hindsight I now know why that was but at that time I was a child so I would get tired of waiting and so I would walk on over to the house and I remember I would knock on the door and uh, it would be unlocked and he would tell me to come in there and it's it's dark it's pitch dark <clears throat> and I would walk into the house and like right there in the front was the dining room it was like the kitchen was to the right the kitchen area the sinks and stuff like that was to the right and then there was a dining room table right there in front <clears throat> and I don't remember exactly when it all started, but he would like push me back where I was stuck between like the bourgeois, I think that's what you call it, like that, that was that, that was right there against the wall and, and, and I was stuck between the boudoir and the dining room table and he would push me back where I couldn't move between those so that he could start this bullshit <clears throat> it started with him like kissing me touching me it was weird um i knew it was wrong i knew something wasn't right about it but i also didn't know how to stop it and like hands would go in places hands would like fondle breasts that were just beginning to form hands would go down a little bit further like every time and every morning this happened because this happened every morning before class every morning and this would happen um he would add on things that he would try to do and then he would always have a bag a brown paper bag full of candy that he would give me this was 
essentially, I know, now, to shut me up. And uh, so every morning I took it. Every morning I took this candy. And uh, I gave it away to my homeroom class. Because, again, I had just moved here. We had lost the house. I was, I didn't have anything. I was wearing all these hand-me-down clothes, stuff that was tattered with holes in it and shit from, like, Goodwill. And nobody was really looking out for me. Everything was confusing to me. Moving from Europe to Louisiana was, like, a huge culture shock as it was. I wasn't being accepted. I wasn't fitting in. I was too different. I didn't listen to urban music or just urban music. I listened to everything. That was a point of contention. Um, and now, like, I'm, and now I'm the poor kid on top of it. So it was, it was a rough run. And so now let's just throw in for shits and giggles, fucking goddamn abuse. Let's go ahead and throw in sexual abuse because we need it. And I remember the first time I tried to tell somebody, because like I said, I knew things weren't right, but I didn't know how to stop it. And I didn't, the first time I tried to tell somebody, I was told to never talk about that. Don't speak about that. That's not the truth. You're doing something wrong. It was placed back into my lap. And I realized that in that moment, it conditioned me to blame myself for other people's bad behavior. So, anytime something happens where I know that I'm not the one wrong, And I try to speak up about it now. And everything gets pushed back into my lap. And no, Demetri, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. This is you. This is you. You did this. You're the one at fault. You're the one. Like, it freaks me out. And I get to this space where I feel like I need to shut off the world. Because if I can't shut off the world puts me in this space where I want to shut off myself then I know better because I know it's not me this shit is just so goddamn deep seated and deep rooted and I'm working on it and I'm a better person but there's a lot of pain that comes with everything And you intermix and twist all this shit together. Like how when my dad passed, my stepmother put it in my lap. It's me. It's me. He didn't leave you anything because you didn't deserve anything because you were a terrible daughter. It's you. It's you. It's you. And I know better. Just like all these other times, I know better. But that don't make it hurt any less. 
and I'm trying to find ways to deal and I don't think I fully know what those are yet unheard but I don't know how to change it and I'm trying to with my work when it comes to events and stuff that I do classes that I teach books and projects that I work on I try with my work but it keeps feeling like it's all adding up to zero so then it just puts you in this position of well what's next how can you be heard in a world that is clear on who they want to represent and listen to. How do you make yourself heard? 